22, and we appreciate you being here. We appreciate all of our guests, and I know that we have uh, mentioned the gospel because it's it's who we are, at not only in as uh, Christians, but the very fact that uh, you would not think in terms of a cross as being uh, a symbol of something joyful, but it's because we know that while that cross was Friday and we talked about the cross last week and Palm Sunday and I preached on the thief on the cross uh, last Sunday night, but it is that doorway that had the stone rolled away that makes this cross such a powerful statement because of the resurrection. Paul, when he was trying to explain it to Jewish believers, he said it like this in the ninth chapter. Now, when these things were thus ordained, he was trying to explain to them how the priest had gone into the first tabernacle, the tabernacle that had been in the Old Testament, accomplishing, and he uses the phrase, the service of God. They went in and they, uh, once a year, offered blood on the, on the Holy of Holies as a service to God. And then he mentions that the second with the high priest alone once a year, not without blood that he offered for himself and for the errors of the people. He then goes on to say the Holy Ghost, thus signifying that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest while as the first tabernacle was standing. He said it was that we could not get in there. There was one man once a year that went and put blood there, but he couldn't stay there. That was where the presence of God was. That was where the what was commonly called the mercy seat was. And he said, he was explaining, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot unto God, purge your conscience. Now that's a powerful statement, folks, because everybody has a conscience. Everybody, in other words, that's something that is going on on the inside, in your thoughts, in your emotions, in your mind. Oh, I can wash my hands on the outside. I can shake somebody's hand on the outside. I can dress up on Sunday on the outside and look like everything's fine. But the Lord wanted to get on the inside. And that's what Calvary was all about. He said, it will purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. For Christ is not entered into the holy places made with hands, which are the figures of the true, but into heaven himself, now to appear in the presence of God, who for us are yet he should offer himself often as the high priest enters into the holy place every year with the blood of others. For then must he often have suffered since the foundation of the world. But now once in the end of the world hath he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. 
so Christ was offered to bear the sins of many. And unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. And all of you are here in honor of this Resurrection Sunday. But you know what? I hope this isn't the only time you look for him. I hope every day you get up and say, Lord, this could be the day. As Paul goes on in the in this letter to the Hebrews, he said, Now the God of peace, which brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, that blood is able to make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you which is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. You see, that was what was so important about the cross. Because when Jesus died, the veil was rent. And then, of course, Resurrection Sunday, three days later, he got up. All of that was to release the helper, as the Bible calls it, the advocate, the intercessor, the counselor, the comforter, to flow through you, to bring you into conformity to his will. I understand. I, uh, someone sent me an article this week that was recorded in the BBC of, of them putting a chip in you. And somebody else sent me one from one of the news agencies this morning of putting a chip in you so that your records and your buying and selling and we we understand that's logical that's reasonable they can't uh, if you've ever lost your car keys or you've ever misplaced your phone or you've ever lost your billfold you know how frustrating and terrible that is and so man imagine if you could just have all that information in you it would go with you everywhere and there was no chance of losing it and it's reasonable and I know that's scary to a lot of us because we think of the mark and we think of what what that implications of that could be because they could cancel your number and the Bible even talked 2,000 years ago about a mark in your hand or forehead. And so we, we realize that there's spiritual implications to that. But the truth of the matter is, it's in you. And being in you is better than being just on you. Because when it's on you, you can misplace it. And I'm not advocating to go get a chip, but what I am telling you is, that the resurrection power today doesn't have to just fall on you. It can be in you. Why do you think that the enemy wants to mark us with a mark on our hand or forehead? Is because the Lord has already started marking people today with the infilling of His Spirit. That's why whenever Simon Peter spoke to the Jewish leaders in Acts, the third chapter, after preaching Acts 2.38, and the 
repent, be baptized, and you'll receive the Holy Ghost. He said to, whenever he had healed the man at the gate beautiful in the third chapter, and there was a real ruckus, and the religious leaders caught him. He said, you are children of the prophets and of the covenant which God made with our fathers, saying unto Abraham, in thy seed shall all the kindreds of the earth be blessed. Unto you first, God, having raised up his son Jesus, sent him to bless you. What is the greatest blessing that he can give you? To turn you away from hit every one of you from your iniquities. That's the powerful part of the resurrection. And you can't do that without the Holy Ghost, the power of the resurrection. It's hard to not sin without that. And that's, you know, the song, if that isn't love, the oceans are dry. If that wasn't love, what was love? You see, even the man that identified himself as the disciple that Jesus loved wrote uh, this when he opened up his second letter. He said, the elder unto the elect lady and her children whom I love in the truth. And not I only, but also all they that know the truth. For the truth's sake, which dwells in us and shall be with us forever. You say you want grace? Grace be with you and mercy and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father in truth and love. That's why... When you feel what you're feeling today and when, when the choir begins to sing, your point is and I, is just to be very truthful about who you are and where you are. In the moment of truth, that's what love, you know, I know we sing songs in America, weddings, and I'm not saying, you know, maybe it was just in my generation. I know they have a lot of them, but you remember the song, I love you truly, truly dear. Anybody heard that song before? John said, I rejoice greatly that I found of my child, thy children walking in truth. Because let me tell you something, love and truth go hand in hand. When you try to hide and say, well, I don't really need that, and that's for somebody else, and I'm okay, and I'm not so bad, guess what? You will never feel the love of God that you can feel when you just be honest and say, Lord, here I am. I, I need you. I am trying to be as truthful about it as I can. John himself repeatedly <laughs> called it the spirit of truth when he wrote, when he talked about the Holy Ghost, he said, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but you knoweth him. For he dwells in you, with you, and shall be in you. That's what the Holy Ghost was all about. And I know sometimes that's why folks are a little bit afraid because they feel like if I open myself up to that, then the Lord is going to truly know who I am and he's going to truly get in me and he's going to truly want to change me. That's what it's all about, folks. Don't be afraid of that. That's the power of the Spirit. 
That's why John called it in the 14th chapter, in the 15th chapter. He said, when the Comforter has come, I will send unto you from the Father even the Spirit of truth. 16th chapter, how be it when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. That's why when Paul talked about the high priest, he said he would go through this very arduous cleansing ritual and blood anointing ritual and washing, taking off his robe, putting a rope on. This is the day I'm going into just for a moment into the Holy of Holies where the presence of God is. And I'm going to sprinkle blood there. And I'm going to swing the incense pot, which was a symbol of praise and worship. And then I'm going to walk out. And I have to be very clean for just that moment. And yet while we're here today worshiping, and the choir is singing, and they will do a good job musically, but you're going to feel something different than just the tones and the music. You're going to feel the presence of Almighty God. Why? Why? Because that's the spirit of truth wanting to just say, be honest about where you are. You're welcome to raise your hands. You're welcome to worship. Why? As Simon Peter said, seeing you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren. See that you love one another with a pure heart fervently. You see, truth and love and the presence of God, the grace and mercy and peace all go hand in hand. And if you'll open yourself up today while the choir sings, I'm not going to preach anymore, but you're going to just feel a something maybe that you've never felt before. Please, I'm here to tell you what it is. It's the spirit of almighty God and he died on Calvary just for you to be able to feel what you're feeling. And you can walk out of here and say that was a great service. Or you can say, you know what? I want to open myself up. I'm tired of just feeling good every once in a while. I want it to flow through me and out of me. And truly, that is what love is all about. Let's just thank God.